up, everybody, and welcome into the We Like the Pain podcast, a show about two of the saddest, hardest to root for teams in the NFL, and those are the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm one of your hosts, Oscar Barkas. And I'm your other host, Sam McFadden. Oscar, we got a surprise episode here. Yeah, because we, we hadn't really planned on a show until after the draft. Right, right. That's usually what we're what we're used to, but um, there's just so much going on right now. Tons of it's NFL been, news. It's been really exciting. Tons of Texans news. And I would like to just just add something to, to your intro there. You mentioned that the Jaguars and Texans are two of the hardest root for franchises in the NFL, which is true. Yeah. But I would I would say you could just probably say in all of sports. Yeah, it's um, like those two, like the Kings, <laughs> the Magic. Yeah, it's we're up there. We're yeah. up there. Um, so, <laughs> welcome to it, guys. If you're still listening to this podcast, you're right there with Thank us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm we appreciate sorry. that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, let's hop right into our quick questions. I guess let's get off to it. Um, I will start us off. Um, my quick question is: Recently, the Calvin Ridley news came out. I think yep. we've all heard about it probably at this point. He got a year, at least a year's suspension for betting on games. There's been some discrepancies on how much he bet, how long he was betting, how many games, whatever that we don't know for sure yet. Yep. But um, it was a pretty, it was a pretty swift and harsh punishment. Immediately, that's the first thing we heard is he will be out at least for the 22 season. Right, and so I'm, my question is, since we've seen this, and I and I do think they kind of had to come come down hard on on this sort of thing. We've seen this, and there's been an outcry of disappointment from people in the league about other cases in the past regarding domestic abuse, sexual assault, um, sexual assault stuff like that from other players where, you know, Ray Rice only got a couple of games. Zeke had a problem a while ago. He, he only did half a season. Ben Roethlisberger you know, in the past, yeah. There's way more examples <laughs> of way worse things yes. than there are for gambling. Yes, so... Do you think that we see a next time we see a domestic abuse problem or something like that a swifter and harsher punishment to get up and and save face for the NFL basically? No, no. Okay. Um, as a human, I wish that that was the case. I wish that as soon. I mean, we're seeing it right now with Deshaun Watson. Um, I wish that guys who are charged or even accused when there's so many cases as Deshaun Watson is facing uh-huh. that the NFL could come down more swiftly. But then there's the whole, I mean, I've seen it all over Twitter, people reacting the whole innocent until proven guilty thing. Don't right. want to, don't want to come down on a guy when you don't know all of the facts. Sure. Sure. But in a situation like this, they may never know all the facts. They may the the we're, we'll talk about Deshaun Watson a lot today. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Um, um, the NFL is going to do investigation into it, but when the grand jury decides that there's not enough evidence to proceed in a criminal punishment, it's going to be hard for the NFL. I I don't know. I don't know. I I agree with you. The answer is no. I don't think we see a harsher punishment for this kind of thing, and it's mainly because the NFL, I mean, it's been proven that if you just let these guys continue to play, people will still root for them. Yep. It's not just the NFL's problem. Yeah, money wins out, talent wins out. (laughs) It's not just the NFL's problem, it's not just these players' problem, it's the fans' problem. The fans allow it, yeah. The owners allow it, the fans allow it. Um, And and these players have have been have proven that they are above the law in some cases which is really disappointing um so i don't think we see a change there either which is really sad but yeah from a humanity standpoint it's awful the nfl isn't gonna come down real harsh on a guy like that unless they absolutely have to if there's some like crazy evidence like yeah but there was crazy evidence in ray rice there was a video yeah that's true and he was he was blackballed by the teams yep which is okay um but he was also towards the end of his career, and he was in the middle of his career, and played for played a better, a a more valuable position than running back. There's a good chance that he would have been back in the league. I mean, Kareem Hunt was back in the league the next year. The, the Chiefs cut him, but yeah, yep. So 
Yeah, his, his suspension was two games. Yeah. So that's really disappointing. Anyway, that's my quick question. There's not a whole lot of net- Real downer that, of a way to start the episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard because the initial reaction to the Calvin Ridley news was, wow, that's a lot. And then yeah. f- suspending him a full season, taking away, I think, $11 million mm-hmm. he's on contract for next season. Yep. Um, but the NFL has actual evidence and forever has talked about the sanctity of the game, yeah. wanting to remove potential gambling, potential... They have to come down hard on this because any professional sports league, you can't have guys gambling. It's just like yeah. you cannot do it. It's, yeah. it, it makes people... It, you lose the integrity of the game, the sanctity of the game. Any belief that this was that everything that happened was real and not rigged, that goes out the window. Yeah. You have to come down yeah. on this guy. So I get it. Like, Calvin Ridley is a moron for doing this. Yeah. No, and there's a, a podcast that we really like, Mina Kimes, talked about how there's no right guy here. The NFL is not right for suspending this guy for a full season for betting $1,500, as right. he alleges. But they have to. Yeah, they don't have a choice. Like you just talked about. They got to make a... They Calvin Ridley... Make an example is, like you just talked about, is an idiot for making those bets because he knew there are signs everywhere that teams always debrief guys do not bet. And let's talk about being an idiot for a second. If you really want to bet, because there's guys in in major sports that bet, no question. Ask ask your buddy to do it. Yeah, why is the account in your name, man? Do someone else... Get someone else to bet for you. Don't... Anyway, we can yeah. move on from this. Yeah, let's but... move on. My question for you, a little more lighthearted. The, a, a trade we're going to talk about in a second just brought up a big talk about how the AFC West is now potentially the most talented division from a quarterback perspective maybe ever. Derek Carr might be the worst worst, the best quarterback to be the worst in his division ever. Okay. Taking it to our division. Yes. Which may be the worst. Slightly different. <laughs> worst from a quarterback talent perspective in the league. Rank the four quarterbacks. And those are, uh, in no particular order, Texans, Davis Mills, Jags, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, uh, Titans, Ryan Tannehill, and Colts, question mark. And you can slot someone in there if you think you've got a good suspicion of who it's going to be. If not, you can just put a question mark somewhere in the in the four. Um, I am gonna go Ryan Tannehill one. Okay. Because I would love to put Trevor one, but uh, okay, he simply makes a lot of mistakes. He was a rookie last year. I want to see what his progression looks like coming into the season. So, frankly, let me let me be perfectly honest. I think it will be Trevor by the end of this next season. Yeah, as the top quarterback in the division, but currently I have to put Tannehill in. Okay. Trevor Lawrence, and then the question mark at the Colts is weird. Yeah, say it was Carson Wentz again. If it was Carson Wentz, I hate Carson Wentz, but I don't know. Is is Davis Mills better than him? Like I would rather have Davis Mills. Yeah, but is he better than Carson Wentz? Like, you put Davis Mills on the Colts last year, do they win more games? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. I think they no. win less. So I'd put that and then Davis. Okay, okay. But I like That's Davis. Fair. I'm not saying I don't like yeah. Davis. He he surprised me and every single other person last year. So, yeah, we're, we're talking about who would you rather have this year. Not Coming into this next year? Have. Yeah. Okay, so it's Trevor. Yeah, that's the thing. I was... So I went at this in my brain from who would you rather have, not not from a proven He's talent better. perspective. Sure, sure. And I went Trevor Davis, Tannehill, Colts. How old is Tannehill? 33, 34? 30. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill is um, 33 years old. Yeah. And I just don't – he's not getting any better. No. And it's too bad. I mean, we're both Aggies. Okay, here's the deal. If I'm the Titans, uh-huh. I want Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. If I'm the Jaguar, if I'm the Jaguars or the Texans, yeah, I want Davis Mills. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
I think that Tannehill will play better this season than yes. Davis Mills will. Yeah. Um, and then the quarterback at but Colts is... I feel like it'll be pretty close. I think Tannehill could be a top 16 quarterback, and Davis Mills will be a top 20. So. Okay. Okay. Sure. But th- there's not a big gap. No. There's not a big gap. It's funny, though. Our division sucks. Big time. We also have another division that is horrible. Yeah, the NFC East. And the NFC East with the Falcons, the Saints, the Bucks, or, and the Panthers. NFC South. NFC South. NFC South. NFC South. NFC South, sorry. Yeah. The Bucks, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Falcons. Yeah. And if you're ranking those quarterbacks, Matt Ryan has to be one. Way one. And then and, a big tear break. And he's just not that great anymore. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah. I mean, so... They're right there with us. And the fact that we have two divisions that are this bad. But uh, NFC East, the NFC East, Dak, the Dak NFC is really is... good. But then you got Davis or uh, Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tough. you know, a lot of bad divisions. Glad I do not root for the Raiders. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough year for them. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about that a little more because we're going to do some quarterback carousel type uh-huh. stuff and later. And they will come up. Um, moving on, March Madness. Today's Selection Sunday. Uh-huh. Big day for us, personally. Yeah. Um, I personally have never been... Uh, no, I've been more excited about a basketball before. But the last three days of A&M basketball have been some of the most exciting... Period. Period. I agree. If for those of you who don't know, which I have to assume most of you do that listen to this podcast, um, A&M just walked into the SEC tournament as a very the low seed. the eighth seed, beat the Florida Gators, who were yeah. a who who were a at least equal, maybe a little better than us. I would say that they were probably going to make the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Florida would beat the Gators. We walked over to Auburn, beat them. Yeah. Number one team in the SEC, number four in the nation. That was, was massive. Was the number one seed for like a month or not? Two. Like like a couple of weeks ago, they were yeah. number one. Have the, perhaps the best player in the country on their team. Yeah. Um, and then we beat um, Arkansas, number thirteen ranked Arkansas by twenty. By twenty. So it's been a roller coaster, and we were feeling great. <laughs> yeah. We went to watch the game early, like right before this, um, and unfortunately, we lost to the Tennessee Volunteers. Decisively, pretty pretty bad. We shot horribly. It was sixty um, to forty five. Yeah, we lost by fifteen points. Um, however, we have to be in the tournament. Like yeah. we have to. So so now you mentioned it's a big day for us because we'll find out tonight we if will we make find the out. tournament and. Uh, there will be a lot of angry AM fans. Joe Lenardi better watch out on his Twitter mentions if he does not put AM in. Yeah. Uh, why why does why does AM always find itself in this situation where it's right on the periphery getting into Yeah, like two years ago when we should have made the playoffs. Should have made the college football playoffs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here's the deal though. If we had one more win in the regular season against a few far worse teams. Just beat Vanderbilt. Yeah. Just beat Vanderbilt. And we're golden. But. I still believe we deserve to get in. We beat the number we're... number four team, then the number 15 team. No. Made it to the SEC championship game, which is the second best basketball conference. It's one of the nation. top three or four for Maybe sure. third. Yeah. Uh, rest of March Madness. I'm so excited, man. I this it's is the one best of the best time, times the best, of the year. It's the best sports thing that happens every year. Yeah. Um, we got a bracket challenge uh, that our friends are going to do. Mm-hmm. Every year. Um, it's going to go like it does every year. I'm going to own the round of 64. I'll be in first. Maybe even do well in the round of 32. And then my, but my, uh, whoever I pick to win will get out in the second round. Yeah. That's the prediction. So it happens every single prediction. year. Uh, I won't own the num- round of 64, and I also will have my champion lose in the second round. Yep. Um, yeah. That's the good stuff. Uh, other basketball, let's let's shift gears a little bit. Yeah. You talked about Jabari Smith. Mm-hmm. 
NBA draft is on the horizon. Yes, sir. Everyone listening to this knows we're Spurs fans. And the pipe dream is that... I mean, I've, I will be honest. I have made a Jabari Smith uh, Spurs jersey edit. Uh, yeah. Because that's um, the dream. That's the dream. If we're number one, that's the dream. Um, I wouldn't be upset if, if we... if Like, if we had the number one pick. I wouldn't be upset if we took uh, Chet Holmgren out of Gonzaga. Because he's just... Nuts. A freak. A unicorn. But... Um, but I think Jabari is the best player in the draft. So I think that I, I, I know that Jabari Smith is the best player in the draft. I heard someone say this the other day, and this was a good way to think about it. Jabari Smith is almost a lock in the right situation to put up like 25,000 career points. Yeah. So and, and also, Jabari Smith, I didn't know this, full year younger than Chet Holmgren. Oh, okay. Chet Holmgren is almost 20. Uh, Jabari Smith is almost 19. Um, yeah. Let me be clear. Also, Paolo Banchero, if we got him, totally happy. Also happy. Those three guys. That's the dream. One of them. Just yeah. So uh, that is the dream. However, click a quick little run over to tankathon.com. Spurs are sitting in the seventh best lottery odds, which right. means there's almost zero way that we end up with one of those three guys. Not true. Not true. I believe we have a 7.5% chance at the number one overall yeah. pick. So, so that's nice. And 32% to get up in top four. And that's all we need because if we, we've got two other picks, we talked about it, we, we, we made some big moves on the trade deadline to get two other first rounders. Um, realistically, we're in the five to nine range, and that will be a referendum on our drafting ability to yeah. see if we can get a guy that still fits with the team. We'll see how it goes. I just the thing to watch for is um, we are one game in front of Portland before they get a better pick than us. Yeah. And um, they could very well lose more games than we do down the stretch. Yeah, so they're starting uh, Drew Eubanks at center right. now. Who we cut. Yes. Or we traded, um, but basically. Cut. And, you know, the hope is that we can find a way to get down below Sacramento and Indiana, but I just don't think it's going to happen, even though Sacramento's trying to win. And even though the Pacers just beat the Spurs by 20 points. Yes, they night. did. Yes, they did. And that helped, but we're still three games yeah. better than them. Yeah. So. The rest of the NBA update, I think we did a title prediction at some point. Yeah, but you wanna you wanna update? Um, yeah, let's let's I so my pick months ago, actually before the NBA season started, was just a finals rematch, which was not a very bold prediction. Right. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Bucks Suns. As long as Chris Paul is back before the second round of the playoffs, I'm feeling All pretty right. good about that. I'm picking Suns West. I agree with you on, on that. Suns in the West. In the East I think the Bucks are the most likely team to make it, but I'll mix it up. I'll say I'll say I'll say Miami gets back there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why not? I right. would love that. I would too. See I, Jimmy Butler yeah. just go off. You were a Heaties guy back in back, back in the, in the day. bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was. And you rode that high all the way. Mm-hmm. Until mm-hmm. they got beaten five by LeBron James. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, they tried. The Nets, uh, and this can be the last thing we talked about, are currently in the eighth seed, I believe. Um, yes, which means they're they gonna, are in the eighth seed. They're most likely going to play in the play-in tournament. And if I am the first or second seed in the East uh-huh. and have to play the Nets in the first round of the playoffs, that's tough. I'm livid. I'm livid. But here's the deal: if the Nets, the Nets are the eighth seed. Yeah, and it sucks for the one seed that has to play him. Yep, or the two seed that gets him as a seven. But to get through it, they're gonna have to win their plan, beat the one or two seed. They're gonna, to, like they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to go probably. through. They're gonna have to go through an, any one of any three of the Bucks, the Sixers, the Heat, the Celtics. Those are kind of the ones that 
The Bulls. The Bulls, yeah. 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 Oh, the Cavs. Well, I think the three seed in the East is what people are going to be jogging for so that they can play the Cavs in the first round. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, well, that's basketball. Should we should we talk about our uh, the focus of our podcast? Talk I, about I think it's about that time. Yeah. NFL trades, quarterback carousel, and then we got to get to Deshaun because there will be some big news coming this week. Um, so we talked about Calvin Ridley was suspended for this year. Um, real hit on my dynasty team. I'll be honest. Yeah. Real hit to you. you Real hit to me, too. You could have kept him in our fantasy league. I did not trade much for him. He used to throw in on a... I got a bunch of picks for for a trade, but... um, Yeah. It sucks, but, uh, you know, shouldn't have been betting on games. Usually this is where I say it's it my, that doesn't matter, because usually this is an injury thing, but it's not an injury. He was an idiot, so yeah. thanks a lot. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers... After feels like years, man, of back and forth, they draft Jordan Love. He's pissed. Wins two straight MVPs. Will he leave? Won't he leave? Has agreed to re-sign with the Packers. That was the biggest news of last week for fifteen minutes. Oh, okay, I was about to say. Um, it, you know why it felt like years? Because it was years. Yeah. Because it was actually years. And Aaron Rodgers has to be livid because he did not get his moment of the Yeah, he, he, he wants waited his more. moment. He waited. He, he thought he had it. more to have that moment, and, uh, and it was taken away. And then this was NFL trade week. There were uh-huh. four big trades, uh-huh. and the NFL big, threw up a big middle finger to Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Love to see it. Um, so there's no specific details on the contract. I don't even know if there's been a pen-to-paper type deal yet, but he is under contract with them next season anyway, right. so he'll be playing for them. And that's the best thing for the Packers, for sure. And probably yeah. the best thing for Aaron, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, where was he going to go? Denver. He could have gone. I am surprised that the Steelers haven't been active in trying to Me too, man. trade for these guys. They're just really in on Jimmy Garoppolo. Is that the or even worse, they believe they've got a winner in Mason Rudolph on the roster. <laughs> that's, that's bullshit. No way. Um, no, that, that was just me talking out of my ass over here. Um, so Aaron Rodgers is back. They also uh, franchise tagged Devontae Adams. So yeah. they're running it back. They're going to try and create as much cap space as they can to... Keep making the team better. Keep making the team a quote-unquote Super Bowl contender that then loses in the divisional round. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mentioned Aaron Rodgers had his 15 minutes of fame because literally 15 minutes later, Russell Wilson was traded to the Broncos. Yes. For two first-round picks. Two, two seconds. seconds. Um, Shelby Harris. Yeah. Noah, Noah Fant. And uh, Drew Luck. Drew Locke is the new quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. The face um, of Seattle. Yeah, and I've gone back and forth on this. I, I think that the general idea and what I kind of agree with is that the Seahawks, the, the Broncos um, took, a, took a home run swing. Yeah. And you kind of have to do that in the NFL, in any major sports. For so sure. You kind of have to take these swings. Um, and so, yeah, it could screw them over if Russell Wilson sucks, but... I don't think he does. No, no, and, he is way better than he was last year, and yeah. he wasn't nearly as bad as his play suggested last year. He had mallet finger. Yeah, and, you know, I think Russell Wilson is still a pretty dang good quarterback. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot they gave up for him. And uh, do I think the Seahawks are going to make the most of it? I don't because the Seahawks, every year the Seahawks are the one in the first round who picks someone. I'm just like. Isn't that guy like a third rounder? LJ Collier a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't even touched the field for him. Yeah, so I just don't have a lot of faith. Yeah, so uh, between the two big trades the Seahawks have made in the last couple years, they traded for Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. They traded Russell Wilson and the 10th pick this year yep. for 
or they Russell Wilson in the tenth pick this year for Jamal Adams in the ninth pick this year. Yeah. And you know some other picks later on, but they sort of cancel out. Yeah, um, and uh, it. I actually was talking about this the other day with someone else. It just goes to show you, a safety is not the guy you should be throwing your future at, um, especially one like Jamal Adams, who is not really a cover safety. I just think any safety. I think safety is the wrong position to throw your entire future at. It, okay, safety is an important position, and having a fantastic one is game changing. But not as much as. Like a defensive end. Safety is what? Like, I don't know. At best, it's like the sixth best, sixth most important position at the very best on a. On your team? Yeah. Yeah. At at very best. Yeah. It's probably more in the 10 range. Um, Yeah. That's not the player you're throwing away two first rounders for. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I know that Seattle will not make the best of this, especially considering they have a 70 year old head coach, which means they're not going to rebuild. No. No. They're going to try and keep competing, which means they'll probably go like 7-10 and 10 for the next couple of years. 8-9. and nine. Or worse. <laughs> you think that Seahawks team with Drew Locke? I think that they are going to win too many games for it to be worth it because they're not going to end up with a good pick to draft Bryce Young next year. Right. That's fair. That's fair. I agree with that. Um, All right, how about this? Before we move off, though, are the Broncos actually Super Bowl contenders now? Do you think they can win the Super Bowl? I think that they can win the Super Bowl. For them to have the fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl is bullshit. It's bullshit. Everyone was in the Broncos last year. Um, As a team, they were just like, man, if they just get a quarterback, they weren't as good as... Yeah, their defense was not very good. They did not play as good as they should have. I think that their offense will be 10 times better this year, though, because they have talent at receiver that was... They ran, like, 35 plays in multiple games yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. It will so be that's, interesting how... That's the future that the Seahawks are getting. It'll be interesting to see how Russell Wilson does, though, because Jerry Judy, love him. He's mm-hmm. a great player, and he will do great with Russell Wilson. I'm sure he will. And Cortland Sutton is, is good, too, but that is not Tyler Lockett. Oh, no, no, no way. Not even no. close. But I so think we'll that they'll probably also spend at wide receiver now that they have you their think quarterback. So? They, they should. I don't know. Yeah. Do they have the money for it? I think so. They don't have a tight end anymore. Well, they have no, Albert Albert. Albert, but... Yeah, fair. Okay, yeah, moving on. Right. Isn't that great? Yeah. Khalil Mack is back in the AFC West. For significantly less than he left it for. Yeah, so the Bears traded two first-rounders for him uh-huh. and a couple later picks. Uh-huh. Now the Chargers trade a second and a sixth, a sixth yeah. for him to acquire him from the Bears. I think the trade is perfect for all parties. The Bears are nowhere close to contention. The Bears don't need a guy like that right now. He's 30, 31. He's, he's older. His cap habits. hit this year is like thirty million. Next year is thirty million, and I think the following is like twenty six. He's thirty one years old. But for the Chargers, home run. He doesn't even have to be the best pass rusher next year. He gets to play across the line from Bosa. Yeah. Those it's... guys are going to be killers. They have Justin Herbert on his rookie deal, so uh, now's yeah. the time to capitalize. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I this is I like that we're talking about this because it gives me another opportunity to talk about the Chargers. Uh, it's a great trade for him, and it <laughs> adds a lot more talent to that team who already has a very talented roster, don't don't they? Uh, the Chargers are just so talented, so many talented players. Um, we're all forgetting the fact that the Chargers suck. They're I think they're cursed. They suck. They yeah. can't win games. Yeah. I refu- I'm I'm done, and I won. I re- I've won it for years. To root for the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. I like a lot of the players on there. Um, I can't root for him anymore. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll still root for him. I'm sure I will, and I'll get hurt again. Yeah. They'll play good. They'll play good. They're going to be a wild card team again. Yeah. They're going to be a middle-of-the-pack record because they can't win games. They can't win enough. And then they're going to lose in the first round because yeah. they can't win games. Hey, that's better than last year, And it, going into the season, they're probably going to win like two games at the beginning. They're going to be like, man, there's so much talent on this roster. This is fantastic. 
They're the, the Chargers. The Texans will beat them like 40 to 25. Yeah. Again. So, you know what? Chargers win a couple of games. Show some actual... Actually win, be good. Win one playoff game. Actually be good, and then we're good. Yeah. But until then, I don't respect you at all. Here's the epitome of the Chargers curse. I was at Trivia the other night, and one of the questions was, name four out of the seven teams that Tom Brady has beat more than ten times in his career. Yeah. Ten or more. Bills, Jets, Dolphins, easy. They were in his division for like 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Phillip Rivers never beat Tom Brady. Because he's on the Chargers. Chargers suck. I'm, I'm done with them. Like yeah. I just, They just aren't good. They can yeah. have as much talent as they want. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Chargers. in on them, and you're right. I'm I will hurt. too. Yeah. I will too. I say all this stuff, and once the when kickoff comes next year, I will be in on them. I'll have multiple. I'll probably have char- a charger on my fantasy team at yeah. some, somewhere. And you know what? At the end of the season, we're gonna have the same conversation. Yep. So another trait. We got two more, both involving the NFC East. Yep. Washington Football Team. Trades the Colts to acquire Commander Carson. Right, right. Which is stupid. Yeah, Carson Wentz was acquired in basically the same trade package that the Colts got for him last year. They had to trade for him last year. But the conditional pick dropped from a 2 or 1 to a 3 or 2. Right. So knocked one round off the conditional pick. Yeah. Um, I think it's an idiotic move because does Carson Wentz make Washington, the commies, that much better? It makes them better. What's their ceiling with him? How much higher is their ceiling? Not much. It's not. I think they win like two more games than they did last year. And what's the point of that? They're going to lose in the first... If they make the playoffs, they're going to lose in the first round bad. Yep. Yeah, tough. Yep. Um, why, I, I, supposedly, they've made a big swing for Russell Wilson. They called about every available quarterback and every unavailable quarterback. Did you hear the... Uh, supposedly, they called about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, did they really? They offered five first-round picks. and uh, And they got shut down. Yeah, the the phone was slammed down on them. Yep. Um, so they settled with their. They called about every quarterback, and they settled on Carson. Supposedly, that's just hard to believe. They weren't willing to wait on Deshaun Watson, obviously. Why? Why? Which is funny because news came out like three days later. Three days later. Yeah. Um, tough. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I do not have any hope. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm happy Carson Wentz is in my Cowboys division now. Yeah. I think we can beat him. Um, Yeah, that's all all there is to say about this. Free Terry McLaurin. Free Terry, man. Logan Thomas. And Antonio Gibson. Oh, it's so gross. They have good players. They have, like, a phenomenal team. Except for the most important position in sports. Yeah. And their defense took a big step back last year. But but with the young talent they have on their team, I believe in their future. Yeah. Except I don't at all because they have Carson Wentz. Yep. And, and the worst, the, the last thing I'll say about this is Carson Wentz has shown the ability to be an MVP candidate five years ago. Been a long time. He's shown... He does have some ability on the field to be way better than Taylor Heineke has ever been. Sure. Two teams were so ready to get him off their team within a year of finding another option. Colts didn't even find another option. Nope. Something tells me, actually I've heard, he is the worst locker room presence and... uh, in Washington. Welcome to the Cowboys. Yeah, it's just a stupid move. Final trade. I'll let you give your your thoughts, and then I'll chip in at the end because I know that you've got vesting interest in this. Amari Cooper, beginning of the offseason, news starts coming out. The Cowboys are wanting to get him off the team through trade or they were willing to cut him strictly for financial purposes. 
yesterday yep. trade him to the Browns for a fifth round pick and an upgraded sixth rounder. They they flipped sixth round right. picks. Um, yeah. Okay. So the Cowboys are not going to be good anytime soon. Not going to be good enough to win a title anytime soon. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. Coach, the guy running the, the team, all that stuff. Um, and we find ourselves in a shitty cap situation. And we're... Amari Cooper's just the start of it. Yeah. We traded Amari Cooper. We've given Lyle Collins, which is our starting right tackle, we've told him that he can seek out a trade. That will save us... One point five million in cap, which is not much at all. Zero. That shows you how bad we're doing. Yeah. Um, and Lyle Collins is a good, good right tackle. He's a good offensive lineman. Um, Demarcus Lawrence doesn't want to take a pay cut, so we're thinking about cutting him. And you might ask yourself, man, how did the Cowboys get in such bad cap shape? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe the fact that we that Zeke has an eighteen and a half million dollar cap hit this year. Yeah, but why don't you cut On him? On the, then? like, third year of his, like, billion-year deal. Why don't you cut him? Can't do that. That's not going to save us anything. <laughs> the best tweet that I've read in a long time was, all these ca- Cowboys making moves, seems like you can cut Zeke. Uh, I mean, he's got an $18 million cap hold. Oh, but the number's in red and around parentheses. Surely that means nothing. Because cutting him would actually incur worse ramifications yep. to the cap. I think it's a $30 million dead cap. Yep. It's literally not an option. Yeah. So, back when we were signing Zeke, and we had the outcry of, give the man his money, just pay Zeke, he's a big part of this team, he's a great running back. And I was saying that we shouldn't. Yeah. This is why. Yeah. This exactly is why. He's crippled our team. And not him alone, but he's crippled our team. Um, and we shouldn't have... And uh, having Amari Cooper on our team, I would much rather have that than have Zeke on our team. Um, we can get into the absolute castration of Amari Cooper last season by Kellen Moore, if we'd, wa- if we'd like to. The fact that his best asset is the being a deep threat and... He ran slants across the field 90% of the season. We can talk about that. We can talk about how we underutilized the heck out of Amari Cooper while he was here um, to make it to where he wasn't worth us paying him that $20 million a year. Um, but there's so many reasons why the Cowboys aren't going to be good. And this trade to the, to the Browns, I mean, I, I honestly like it only because I thought we were going to straight up release Amari Cooper. Yeah. So I'm fine with getting a fifth rounder. It's nothing, but it's... Something. Something, you know? Um, that's where I stand on that. There's so many problems with the Cowboys. Yeah, the domino that actually led to this podcast was the Cowboys drafting Zeke a pick before Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, and I would just like to say it one more time. I hate Zeke. Not as a person. He might be a great guy. But I don't know him. That's not what we're talking about. Purely football. Hate the guy. Yeah. <sighs> so that uh, will wrap up all the big news. So that's just one week of football. The right. next, this next week should be pretty big. Also, we haven't even had free agency yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll we'll have free agency coming up. The draft coming up. But for me, as a Texans fan, this is about to be the biggest week of fandom ever. I think. Um, the biggest trade in Texans history will be made this week. Yep. And we have talked plenty about the implications of having Deshaun Watson on your roster, and that's a big reason why I'm so excited. Get him off the team. That is That has been my mantra through and through. Before we found out on Friday that he was not going to be charged criminally, um... Even after that, get him off the team. If he's off the team for a first-round pick, I'm going to be happy. It's a positive. I think that it's going to be a lot more than that. And I, I want you to weigh in here because we've talked about um, potential trade packages. The reporting this morning is that several teams have already made offers, namely the Panthers and the Saints. Yeah. 
and that the asking price from the Texans has always been the same, three first-round picks and more, and teams are willing to pay that. Right. Go. Um, let me start with the crazy side of this. There's a section, not, not a small section, of Houston Texans fans that are absolute psychopaths. Oh, way, and have no contact way more with than reality. small. Yeah. And have no contact with reality. And the second they have something that might go good, they think it's going to be the greatest thing to ever happen to them. I've seen, I've seen people reporting that back when Deshaun might have gotten criminally charged six months ago, that Miami was offering three first round for him and you guys turned it down. And I call bullshit on that. Absolute bullshit. Definitely didn't happen. Why, would we, are, why would we decline that? Exactly. Um, Houston Texans fans have just come out of the woodwork. So many crazy ones, spouting a lot of insane stuff. Um, I think that the trade package is going to be large, yeah. especially now that we have teams bidding against each other and stuff like that. It's going to be big. Um, I don't think it gets up to four first round. It's going to be no, three first rounders, no. and three first rounders is phenomenal. Yeah, um, I think it's too much for Deshaun Watson. I think it's more than should be traded for him. Um, Considering off the when weighing off the field, absolutely too much. You have to, yeah. That's part yeah. of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. yeah, it's more than Deshaun Watson is worth. Yeah, um, it's three first rounders plus more, and that's probably what you're gonna get. Um, although, my my official prediction okay. is that Texans fans are disappointed by the big trade. time. Oh, big time. Um, and then. I think I think it's going to be right in the sweet spot of the team is paying to the team that's acquiring him is paying more than he's worth, and you guys are getting less. A lot of the fans think you guys are getting less than you should, um, so nobody's happy. Um, and on a more and on a less football note, it's really disheartening to see because um, the grand jury did not follow through with any criminal charges with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That does not mean that he is innocent. Not even close. Not even a little bit. It means that they didn't have enough evidence to proceed. Right. And people on the internet are disgusting. People... Right. I'm not even talking about people on the internet. Yeah. Fans will always be disgusting, and fans are regular people, and it's impo- it's ridiculous to hold everyone to a standard that they're not going to meet. I don't... I've given up on fans. The thing that has been a little disgusting has been the reporters, the people whose job it is to do this, Um, but also the fact that these teams haven't even hesitated. No, no. To and and there were trade offers for Deshaun when when he was facing criminal when he might have faced criminal charges. Teams haven't even tried to pretend like it's a problem for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, talent and money always win out, mm-hmm. and it sucks because there are women all across the NFL. There are women owners. There are yeah. women coaches all the way up and down. Yeah. And uh, I was asked the other day, say Deshaun changes his mind and is like, no, I want to play for the Texans how I would feel as a fan, and I said I probably wouldn't be a fan anymore. If the team and him came back together after all of this, I would probably not be a fan. And Mina said the same thing on her podcast. Yeah. If the Seahawks were the team that ended up winning the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, she would feel okay because that just relieves her of this fandom. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... And we may never know what fully happened with that Deshaun Watson stuff. Who knows? He's still got a lot of civil cases to go through and everything like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just been really disheartening to see this uh, something like that happen. Um, I get it. It's a business. He's a good quarterback. He's an upgrade for a lot of these teams that are trying to trade for him. Um, but, yeah, if I were an owner, I wouldn't want to give up a bunch of stuff for him. Yeah, if I were an owner, I wouldn't so, want him on the team. So yeah, so that's that's where I'm at with the Deshaun stuff. But yeah, you guys, no, will, you guys will get more than he's worth. So the Texans will be set up well. 
Yeah, and the, so removing the so we've talked about the humanity a bunch, and we talked about it throughout the season. It sucks that it even has to be talked about yeah. that he should play football again. Um, back to the football. Exciting to see what the trade package is going to end up as. Uh-huh. I'm going to be very excited, whatever it ends up as, because I just said if it's a first round pick, he's off the team. Thank God. I do think there's a chance. I really do think it's a small chance, but I do think there's a chance that the Texans are the ones putting this information out there. There's three first rounders, and teams are willing to pay it information out there. Okay. To drive to drive um, enthusiasm. I think Saints and Panthers have reached out. I think other teams have reached out and stuff like that. Um, and I do think there's a chance that you guys get less than the Russell Wilson trade for him. Interesting. And and, and probably small should. chance. Small chance. I, I I give you. But I mean, think about it. It was two first, two seconds. So it's like one step down from the three first thing. Yeah. So it's right there. But. I think there's a chance that these that I'm coming down on these teams, and they are thinking about that, and they're thinking, well, we don't want to give up our whole, our whole future for this guy. Yeah. So who knows? My question was going to be, the league is still going to come down with some sort of suspension for him. I would hope. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say that defen- definitively. Actually, most likely. Do you think that there's some sort of conditional? Pick? Probably. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm super skeptical anytime these reports come out of te- like Texans want three first and people are willing to pay it. Like I that just it'd be so easy for the Texans to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, so again, I would put a five percent chance on it on it being small, but it could happen. Yeah, it could totally happen. No, I think it it will end up right around Russell Wilson. The, the package that the Seahawks received for Russell Wilson. I'm just yeah. hoping that Nick Casario does a better player or does a better job picking out the players that are attached to the picks. I do too. Than the Seahawks picking Drew Locke and Noah Fant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I also think that the Russell Wilson move just kind of set the market for yeah. a elite quarterback being traded. Yeah. Um, and any quarterbacks that are on the move. Anytime soon, we'll be around now. Um, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Um, <laughs> we've done spaces before. I think I want to try Spotify Green Room the next time we do a live episode, um, uh, which I mentioned to you. And I think that when this news comes out, when, when the trade package comes out, because it will most likely be this week, Yeah. Um, we should do that because we're not going to have enough to fill up a full episode. No, no. But we could do a 20 or 30 minute green room, let people come in and talk. Uh-huh, uh-huh. On that and then and whatever else is coming out. Um, then I also kind of like the idea of a green room or a live or something for the draft. Big time. That'd be a good yeah. idea. Um, yeah, that, I, I look forward to something like that. Before we end, though, um, Jimmy G... Derek Carr. Oh, yeah, we got to do a um, little quarterback carousel. Yeah, who else? Any other quarterbacks you think could be on the move? Kirk Cousins has been discussed. I Kirk think Cousins. most likely stays in Minnesota. Sort of the same for Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, we've got all the quarterbacks that are going to be drafted. I do think there's at least one taken in the top ten now. Oh, for sure. We always talk about, oh, no first-round quarterbacks. Then we get close to the draft, and a team convinces themselves into it. Yeah. Um, um, how do we feel about the theory of Derek Carr to the Colts, Jimmy G to the Raiders, Tom Brady to the Niners, or just so Trey yeah. Lance? Or just Trey Lance there? Yeah, Tom Brady is a domino we need to discuss because he – is now putting out some tea leaves that he's not necessarily enjoying retirement already. <laughs> um, to the surprise of no one. Bruce Arians came out and said there's no way we trade him. He plays for the Buccaneers or is reti- retired. Right. I think if Tom Brady went to the owners of the Buccaneers and was like, trade me somewhere, he got them a Super Bowl ring, they're going to trade him somewhere. Probably. Um 
Jimmy G to the Raiders sort of makes sense because he was in the Patriots system and now they've got Patriots coaches. Yep. Derek Carr to the Colts makes them an AFC championship contender in my opinion. They've got good potential there. Got good potential. Or Derek Carr to the Steelers. Either one. The Steelers should get a quarterback. That's a good team. Yeah. It's a good team. Yeah, man. we'll see. So we had hinted at quarterback dominoes, quarterback whatever, earlier, even before the season ended. And then one of us was like, we always do this, and then nothing ends up happening. Yeah. And it looked like it's that already, was kind of that. It looked like that was kind of be going to be the case again, yeah. Because Aaron Rodgers resigned, and then <laughs> shit hit the fan. Here we go. Um, yeah, but one of the Steelers and Colts is going to start. Is going to go through this season, waste this season. Yeah, with a yeah. quarterback. So we'll be interested. I'll be interested to see at least they, one of them. Maybe, maybe both. both. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll yeah. See. So for sure, look for a green room link this week. I'll try and tweet it out. Like the day before we do it, or well, it's kind of hard to know when Deshaun news is right, going to come out. Right. Um, and then we'll do a, depending on how free agency goes for our two teams, we'll probably do an episode around then. For sure, do a green room for the first round of the NFL draft. Yep. Um, other than that, you got any other? I think that's it. I think that's all I got. It's an exciting time. Exciting offseason. That's all we can ask for. Yeah, the NFL season never really ends. Yeah. It, the games stop happening, but moves don't. Um, so we'll see. Um, you want to wrap? Yeah, I think it's about time. Thank you guys so much for listening again to We Like the Pain podcast. Um, we'll, I mean, we just kind of laid out a schedule, but it really is kind of... Oh yeah, fluid, Very fluid in the off season. So um, just be on the lookout. We'll we'll be we'll tell you guys on Twitter when we release this stuff. But um, just be on the lookout for it. We really appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys I hope you guys are having a good off season. Yeah, thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Oscar. <laughs>